0: What's up, guys? My name is Ashley, and I am financially uninvolved with myself. What's up, guys? I'm Claire. Welcome back. The last time
1: I auditioned for something was JV cheerleading. Today on Two Dimes Two Cents, me and Ashley are gonna discuss interviews, auditions, jobs, dress code, you know, shenanigans in the workplace, coworkers, the whole the whole shebang.
0: Yeah, we we decided to take a break from our everyday nonsense of being crazy and talk about how to be productive in the work industry. Me and Claire are in two separate sides of the work industry, and so we thought, what's a good way to like you know. Educate the human beings as 20-year-olds on what we think is important when you're interviewing or auditioning. So let's bring it back
1: to, you know, day one. What was the first job you ever had, and how'd you get it?
0: Okay, my first job was unpaid. (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't call it a job. Yeah, let's let's hear it. I think it was a job. I taught little little, tiny humans how to dance in my dance studio, so that was a lot of fun. Like, I really enjoyed what I did there. And it was very rewarding for me and my career and what I wanted to. Do. But my first paid job as every broke actress has probably done. I was a barista all through high school at this really cute local coffee shop, and I still go there all the time. It's my favorite coffee in the world. It made me a total coffee snob, which is <laughs> a big issue. However, I think it was a great like first job for me. I learned a lot of, a lot of things about myself, a lot of things about you know, customer service and that's really. What I'm interested in on the business side, because as you guys might know, might not know, I am a theater performance major, which is basically a fancy term for musical theater. Um, And I am a business minor. So I'm super into customer service and management and managing diversity and managing the workplace. So that's what my minor is in. And one day I hope to open a school for kids with disabilities. So that's my whole life plan (laughs) based off of my job at a coffee shop. And how it inspired me to get into what I like to do.
1: How um, how old were you when you started working
0: there? How long were you there? How'd you get the job? Okay, um, I got the job because okay, so I wanted to work there. Like that was like the place to work in high school. Like the cute boys from high school worked there. The fun girls worked from high from high school worked there. So I wanted to work there. But I was a competitive dancer my entire life, so I worked. Well, I worked danced i should say mm-hmm. like 19 plus hours a week on top of my schoolwork, like on top of my life things that i had to yeah. do so at first i couldn't really you know commit to the job commit to the job so i started summer i want to save my junior year maybe and i just started working in the summer mm-hmm. and i took off during the school year and then i'd come back in the summer and so i did that for a while and it was so much fun and i got the job because i lo- the owner is friends with my mom and, she, like, my mom told the owner, you know, Ashley's super interested in working here. And I always used to come in 24-7. She, yeah. she knew I was, like, super bubbly, super outgoing. And she's like, you know, we really do need someone like that, like, working here. So that's why I got the job. What was your first job, Miss Claire? Okay, so my first... I've had a lot of jobs. Yeah, Claire Claire is a <laughs> job queen.
1: <laughs> I So my first, first job, I worked on a party boat. And it was a family friend who needed... An extra hand. So I did like bar backing and um, serving like the catering serving on the bar by the bar um, on the boat, which was really fun because I was like 13. I did it when I was 13 and 14 those summers. And then when I got to sophomore year, yeah, sophomore year of high school, I was like, I want income All year. Not just only, like, me, little savage, like... (laughs) I need the income now. I I can't drive, but somehow I I need thousands of dollars. So I'm like, I'm a fiend. I need more money. So I was, like, applying to all these, like, jobs as, like, a waitress. Mm -hmm. And, like, no one was going to take me because I was so young and I had no experience. So, like, I was just out to lunch one day and I always stopped at Edible Arrangements for free samples. (laughs) Like, on my way back from lunch. So I was in there one day, you know, get my free sample. And the owner comes out, and he's like, hey, how old are you? And I was like, oh, like, I'm just about to be 16. He's like, we want to hire you.
0: He's <laughs> like, you come in here
1: all the time. We know you. You know us. Like, we need hands, like, for after school to close the store and whatnot. So I was like, sure, yeah. So then I have worked at Edible Arrangements for five years. It was a wild ride. Um, and then after that, I worked at Hooters, which I've been doing the past, like, I would say, like, year I've been at Hooters.
0: Yeah. Uh, see, this is my thing. I I think young people, for the young listeners out there, the most important thing is to find out something you like. So I found out I hate the food industry. I don't like the food industry at all. I don't work. know why I like it. I see. I don't like working in the food industry. However, I do like working in the little coffee shop because the food preparation that I would do would be like little sandwiches, like little breakfast sandwiches, things that like weren't a lot of food prep. Yeah. But I definitely like, like, customer service elements of the food industry. Oh, I love it. But that. the most important thing to me is, like, finding something you like and doing something that, you know, brings you joy. Because as much as, like, you know, we work for money because we need money to live and it's all, like, the I want, I need society that America has. Um, it's really important, you know, to find something that, like, brings you some kind of joy. Even if it's not, like, <laughs> your heart and soul. It's yeah. something that you don't mind going to every day. Like, Claire loves Hooters. I do. It. I I wear my wig. I love
1: my uniform. Total Hooters girl. I, like, embody that when I walk in the door, and I love it. But I've actually never gotten a job from, like, a traditional application, like a LinkedIn application or, like, GoDaddy application. Like, nothing. I've only gotten jobs by reaching out and, like, asking about things. Like, I worked at Kleinfeld for a little while in my internship, and I emailed them in, like, a general inquiry kind of thing, um, form they had on the website, saying, like, hi, I'm really interested in doing an internship here. Here's, like, the days I can work. I am I go to school here, X, Y, and Z. And they email me back, and they're like, oh, we actually have um, an internship, like, process. Here's how you go through it. They're like, we don't advertise it because we want people to come to us and that are really interested in it. And wow. I was like, oh, sweet. And, like, my current job, um, I'm working in Flatiron, and I got that by reaching out and asking, hi, do you guys have anything available? I'm really interested in your company. And they were wow. like, yes, we actually do. Here, come in for an interview, got the job on the spot, like, I've never gotten anything from one of those mass applications. I've only yeah. gotten things from either I I will print out a cover letter and resume and a handwritten note and, like, email it to an HR department at a company
0: if I want to work there. And, like, yeah. just I
1: just go that extra step and it's been working. So. I, think,
0: I think that that's a great way to go about, like, the interview process or finding a place you like. If you find somewhere, like, a company or, you know, some kind of place that you want to work, a show or something, there's no harm or an agency or something like that. There is no yeah. harm in putting the initiative out there and, like, putting yourself out there and putting in your application first instead of, like, a, you know, mass application and, like, just sending it out to a bunch of places. Because you think that they don't know. Like, they know. They know that you just sent out a mass application through, like, some website. Like, Mm -hmm. they're they're well aware of what's going on. I think it's really personable and, like, it makes you more more attractive to whoever's hiring you if you're really taking that extra initiative like Claire. So all of our listeners out there, do the Claire. Do the Claire. Do the Claire. But
1: my mom is the one who actually told me about it because I had these other jobs and now I'm looking for post-grad things. And she's like, it's not lame. It's not weird. Like, an HR director will open up a handwritten card from you, see your cover letter and resume and be like, wow, this girl really went the extra mile. Let's call her in for an interview. Yeah. But that segues us into, now you have the interview. What, what are you, you wearing? wearing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, what do well, you wear?
1: And that's the same. And I want to know with you, like, auditions. What do you, like What do you wear to auditions? Because... D- different roles call for different things do you oh do you wear all black do you wear a, like a an yeah. outfit you think that character would wear how do you go about that and okay. then we'll do traditional
0: interview yeah though. so as as i mentioned before you guys like i'm a theater major so my like interview process for jobs is very 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 different from the <laughs> business world granted i know a lot about the business world because of my minor and because of like my experiences working in the business world i was a um, customer service director at a graphic design firm for a year um, so that was really fun to do especially at like 18 years old that was like yeah. my first real big girl job um, I was actually the head of customer service so that was like a really Snaps. yeah that Snaps was like, a fun job for me um, but back to theater um, my interview process and how I get into jobs is very very different from the standard traditional way so I have to go in physically I have to usually, most times, perform a song and a monologue. From there, I get either cut or I get invited back to dance um, or sing again. And then from there, it's usually another cut. And then I get to, you know, start reading roles for the actual show I'm auditioning for. Yeah. So, audition clothes for me entail usually if it's a dance call, I need to wear something that's dance wear something I can move in something I can you know kick my face in mm-hmm. um and it's usually I try to dress somewhat in the style of the show um right now in the you know theater world it's a lot of like skirts athletic skirts and crop tops and leggings and crop tops um but like if I'm going in for a show such as like Chicago where it's like this iconic fossy jazz kind of style, I'd want to wear, like, black fishnets with a black leotard or a black, you know, black skirt and a black top and, like, some black character shoes, you know, bring mm-hmm. in that, like, essence of the show. Um, so that's what I usually try to do in a dance call. In a singing call, depending on the show as well, I would try to, you know, do something that has the essence of the show, but still very much me because it's like any interview. You want to show your authentic, true self. Exactly. In another way, I'm also not showing my authentic self because I'm, you know, performing. But in the two seconds before I sing, I want to show them who I am. So if I'm auditioning for a show that is more like, you know, say hair, I'm going to dress in like a more indie style that's like more boho, more hippie-esque. However, still shows off my own personality and my own style. However, I will say that over my... My career, my, tra- <laughs> my my career, my training as a you know actress. I've noticed differences in the way people audition and what audition acceptable outfits are. When I came into auditions in college, when I was starting my college auditions, it was always everyone wore the same thing. You wore beige high heels and a like jewel colored, gem colored solid dress and that's it and now there's this big shift to like really a lot of people are being very fashion forward actually in their auditions they're wearing like fun pants with fun tops or a nice pair of jeans a pair of heels and of like a flowy blouse or something like that so i think you know my most important thing for my auditions is i want to show them who i am so i don't want to wear something that's not me i want to wear something that's very you know Ashley, I want them to. Like, I want them to be like, oh, that, that that's that girl, and you know, she she really does look like the girl that's in her headshot. You know, yeah. I was gonna say looks- that's another point because in my experience
1: auditioning for things in the business world, I'm an arts administration major, so there's a bunch of different careers you can do with that, and dress codes are different. But I don't have to hand in a headshot yeah. when I go to auditions. I mean, oh. not audition interviews. Like, I couldn't even imagine having to. Just like have my photo and just hand that to like a recruiter.
0: Yeah. So that's another thing about my industry is it's so selective and sometimes it really doesn't matter what your skill is. It doesn't matter how wonderful you sing, it doesn't matter how beautifully you dance. Sometimes they're really just looking for a girl that's, you know five-two five two blonde t- yeah, for five- a specific role. Five two yeah. blonde and, you know, can you know, like whistle out her ears. Like, you know, you really don't know. A boss you you can't fit into. Yeah. That's why, you know, I said in the beginning, like, I'm financially uninvolved in myself because my career itself is very financially insecure. Yeah. Which is fine with me because it's my passion. It's what I want to fight for in my life. But it's definitely, it's very vulnerable, especially when you go in and you hand them a picture. And sometimes you're literally cut from your picture. That's like a very vulnerable moment in your life where you, you hand them a photo of yourself and based off of your image alone... You are either yeah. accepted or not. So, you know, I just try to, you know, put it all aside and just say, here's my authentic self. And somebody is going to want that out there one day. Someone's going to see the talent and the beauty and the and all the hard work I put into it and be like, okay, yeah. this is the girl for me. So that's how I feel about auditioning. Um, I hope you enjoyed my audition clothes. <laughs> I hope this helps for the people in the audition world. If you have any inquiries, slide into the two-dimes, two-cents DMs. We will hit you back with that message real quick. Now, Claire... Since we're gonna tra- we're gonna tra- we're gonna transition, tell me about the business world and attire.
1: So, I worked at Estee Lauder um, in corporate financial planning for a summer uh, doing an internship there. When I went in for my interview, I wore a pantsuit, like with a cute little light blue top, like being all me, like cute colors. But I wore a pantsuit and heels, and like had my hair done nice, but like also very simple makeup because you don't want to overdo it. And it's just that. Obviously, I don't work in finance, but that was what something people would wear every single day in the office. Oh, yeah. That was just a normal thing. Like, casual Fridays didn't exist. Every single day is business professional. I tried to, you know, be a little outside the box with it. I had, like, this white pleated skirt, like, right, right below my knees, and I'd wear that with, like, metallic, um... I had these, like, silver metallic flats, and I'd wear that with, like, a cute top, and that was, like, oh, this girl's too fashion. Like, that was, like... <laughs> wore, they wore black, gray, like, simple business professional, oh, and me. then I'd come up with, like, metallic flats, and they're, like, ooh... Make it fashion. I was, I, then I switched, and now here I am like working in the arts world. So now I can wear things like that. I remember I went to the job I have now when I went to the interview. I wore black flowy pants that have slits up the side to the knee. And then I wore white, hmm. I wore white booties and then a black turtleneck. I love a good turtleneck. Wait, Favorite. I remember
0: this outfit. We went out together that night. I think we did. <laughs> we did go out together that night. I
1: love a good turtleneck, though. <laughs> so, and as soon as I walked in, because it it's for a fashion PR company, they come to, they're like, ooh, those shoes they like, Ooh. those are very nice. They're like, we have a client that makes shoes just like, and your outfit goes so much further in my industry now, especially for the interviews. So it's important to, you know, I always wear darker colors for an interview. I like the blacks. I like the grays um, yeah. with some, with some whites because you don't want to be like in like crazy, but it's also important to do your research. So if it's a larger company, like go on, go on to their Instagram and go to the location and you'll see people posting pictures from inside the office. So yeah. inside the office, you can see what they wear, how they usually dress, and once again, don't. If you see them wearing jeans, don't do it. No, no, dress no, Dress no, for no, the no, job. No. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. So even if you're going in for an entry level position, and you see on the Instagram all these people are in jeans, please don't. No. Just wear wear some nicer pants, and then a more casual top or something of that sort. But always dress nicer for the interview um, than than those people are on the Instagram. But then that's just a feed feel for how they are. Because I would never show up for interview for the place i'm at now in a pantsuit because they would never wear that yeah but we also have um my producer well our producer she's (laughs) mine (laughs) yes she's she's my roommate but our producer um is working at the orchard which is involved with sony music group Mm -hmm. and she doesn't have a business casual it's just casual i'll leave i'll leave our little house a little apartment in like a nice dress with heels and the whole thing for the office. And she's leaving in jeans and like a cute vintage t-shirt and like a leather jacket. So and like cute. that's her dress. That's, that's adorable. Her, that's such her her aesthetic, too. Yes. Like she's so cute. It's, it's adorable, but that's what she can wear because she's working in the music industry and that's what the normal dress code is. Yeah. But I like that they don't pretend to call it business casual. Because business casual is so wide and going so downhill. Jeans are not business casual.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So, let's talk about casual. Casual in an office setting, I think you can get away with a dark wash jean.
1: Dark wash jean, never light wash jean, never, never. light wash. I don't think black, black wear light Black or light wash. extremely dark wash.
0: Yeah, I think that is a casual With a nice top, top can be varying on whatever you want, cardigan, no cardigan, a nice booty, maybe a little heel if you're feeling... No sneakers. I don't care if they're Gucci or Kate Spade. You are not wearing sneakers. No, no, no. I don't think you should do that. Maybe, like, yeah, no. No, I just wouldn't even say sneakers. I think a nice shoe, that's what you should wear. Let's talk about business casual. My mom works in an office right now. Shout out to my mom. She just got a new job. Well, she got a job, actually, I'm not... Actually, it's been a while, actually, now that I think about it. Well, congrats but, to her, anyway. Yeah, congrats to her, anyways. Um, she was a stay-at-home mom, like, my entire life, and now she's like, I want a job, and she loves her job, and it's so cute. And so, my mom tells me all the time, like, Ashley, there are girls in my office that are a few years older than you, and she works in, like, finance, like, yeah. this is, like, Pantsuits. Yeah, they're financial planners. My mom goes in with her, her cute little skirts, even though sometimes I call her skirts Amish because they're the ones that like go below your knee and they're like <laughs> halfway up your ankle. I'm Like, mommy you look Amish right now. But like she wears nice skirts, nice tops, nice jackets, things like that. And she tells me that these girls walk around the office and they have on like cotton leggings and a tunic top. No I'm sorry, sweeties, that is not workplace professional. I don't care how old you are. 20, 25, 30. 47, 82, that is not workplace professional. I you also,
1: should... you could spend so much money on a nice pair of cotton leggings, but they will still be see-through. Yes. If, you, if you've been over, they're still sheer.
0: Yes, and if you even look at them, like, not the okay. quality is not even great, like, you're like, okay, she's still too comfortable for an office setting, like, you should be your best, pre- press... wow, best presented self yes. in your office at all times, that's truly just what I think.
1: Because you never know who's going to walk in the door or what opportunities are going to present itself, and if you're not dressed for that part, you're not going to get it.
0: Yeah, and sadly, we do live in a world where, you know, your image and how you present yourself does matter. In all industries, no matter what you're you're, um, working in, what industry you're working in, it never matters. How you present yourself is a testament to who you are, your character, and, you know, your work ethic. So if you come in looking like a slob, you're going to be like, oh, okay, that person probably doesn't put in a lot of work in the workplace, Mm -hmm. so... They probably don't deserve that raise and that bonus. Like, they probably don't. So, hmm, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, we actually just
1: hired um, another coworker of mine, and she has a lot of tattoos on her fingers. And my boss had made a comment about it during her interview process, and he was saying how he doesn't, he said it to her too, so it's not like we're talking behind her back here. He said how he thinks that it's very unprofessional of her to have those on her hands, which she can't do anything about it now, but she does say that she regrets it every day in a professional manner. She has like a little heart um, above her ring finger. She has like an arrow on one. She has um, some religious symbols on another finger, and she has like a two on her wrist. But she just says how she has been deferred from some jobs because of the tattoos. I personally, as a twenty-two year old, think they're beautiful. I love how they were done, but I could see how my boss, who's in his fifties,
0: he doesn't feel the same way. Yeah, that's the whole thing about tattoos. See, like I've always like. I'm also very indecisive, so I I try to stay away from tattoos because I'm worried (laughs) I'm going to get something and then be like, oh my god, I should have got something else. Yeah, me and Ashley don't have any tattoos. Yeah, we don't have tattoos. However, I do know people that have tattoos. My brother has a tattoo. My friends have tattoos. I personally think as long as you can conceal your tattoo for an interview, there's no problem with you having it. Like, my best friend's dad works in the corporate world, and he is covered in tattoos. Like, Mm -hmm. he has tattoos all over, but... When he wears a suit, which he you does can't, to work, yeah. you can't see them. So that really doesn't matter. And personally, as an artist and as Claire is in the art industry as well, we I personally think that tattoos are a beautiful, beautiful work of art. I think the people that do tattoos are insanely talented. Oh my god! Incredible. However, we're even though it's twenty nineteen and we think we're so progressive and we're so forward with our ideals and how we think tattoos are technically still not super acceptable in the work industry. They're which not is pretty unprogressive. It's pretty unprogressive. But once again, like, I,
1: I think her tattoos are great. She, re- she doesn't regret the tattoos. She regrets having them on her hands. When you yeah. shake your hand, that's the first thing you see. Like, she just yeah. regrets that. I completely
0: understand Which, that. Which, another
1: thing, when, yeah. I was, when I was younger and first going through um, initial interviews, like, first learning how to do interviews and everything, my dad made it clear. He's like, either have all your nail polish on or all your nail polish off. She, oh, he's yeah. like, if you have chipped nails, he's like, I noticed that when a woman comes in, when he was interviewing people, because um, he was president of his company, that... He's like, I would notice when girls had chipped nails, and for me, that would just be a, like one of those poor hygiene standards. Like, if someone came in with really greasy hair, it's they—they yeah. they aren't properly taking, They're not care, not of taking themselves.
0: care of themselves. Girls, that is an excuse to go to the nail salon every two and a half to three weeks, maybe six weeks if you're pushing it, and you get like you know gel or acrylic. But I still don't think six weeks. Is no, too six weeks is
1: too much. But that's another. I mean, I've said it before on the show. I've had, <clears throat> I've had acrylic nails since tenth grade. What year is that?
0: Um, I don't know. 2010 <laughs> maybe <laughs> i don't even no no because we went into high school in 2012 so like 2013 14 i think it was
1: 2012 finish. okay then that okay. was 9 so i've had fake nails since like 2012 2013 just because they don't chip they're always put together there's there's always polish on them there's no way to not and it just makes a big difference your hands are they you shake someone's hand handshake is very important yeah. always have your eye contact with your handshake make it firm Handshake goes a long way, especially as a woman having like a good handshake, because it sounds bad, but it's not really expected of us to have the best handshake, so that's that goes a long way. And yeah. ladies, if you recently got engaged, this is a tip. Do not wear your engagement ring to your interview. Why? Because it shows that if you just got engaged or just got married, you're going to be taking time off for that wedding, time off for that honeymoon. You're probably going to be looking to have a baby in the near future and then take that maternity leave. Recruiters are less... It sounds so bad, but recruiters i feel are less likely to hire you if they think you're going to be requesting all this time off compared to another candidate that's so just make it totally neutral they don't have to know anything about your personal life during this interview process you get the job and then then bring it in or it's kind of of a little sneaky but like if if
0: or could you just wear it and be like yeah yeah i am engaged like we've been engaged for three years and then they don't know when the wedding is or or we or we or what if you just are like yeah like I, oh, no, never mind. That doesn't work either. <laughs> I'm like, I want to wear my rock at all times. The second that thing is on my finger, it is not moving ever. Anything you
1: say can be used against you at all times. Yeah. So you got to always be on your feet, always be clean about it. And I feel like the rock could, could work against you.
0: Amen. That's true. However, girls get that rock. Get a big one, too. <laughs> that's, I'm how we, you. that's how we get in a job. Sweeties. Sweeties. Three carrots, minimum. Minimum. <laughs> That is it. You save money for me. I'm worth that.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about piercings? We just did tattoos. How do you feel about per- okay. piercings in the workplace?
0: Piercings, I am obsessed with piercings because um, I am too in Indecisive about tattoos, so I decide to pierce everything else instead. However, I keep my piercings classy. My dad always says no piercings on the face, and my dad works in the you know same. Work field. Same with my family. So I, I don't do have, I can do any piercings I want, however many I want, wherever I want. No face. Me too. That's all my parents say. They're like, your face is too beautiful. You can't have a piercing. Mm-hmm. However, I think a nose ring is very classy if you're. It's more in the right style. You're not like you know. I
1: it's not know. the bull one. Yeah,
0: not the bull one. Uh, the, the septum. The septum. That's what's called. Oh. I'm not a huge fan. Of septum. Don't get your eyebrow pierced. Lip. No, why are you doing that? Dental work is a lot of money, and you just don't don't get your up. tongue pierced because they yeah you s- can't hide that. You're setting yourself up for failure if you just get any jewelry in your mouth. I'm just saying your dental work is going to go down the drain. It's not going to be good. You're going to get a lisp when you talk. It's not good. But um, I think personally, earrings. I think it's fine as long as you wear them with class. Like if you have multiple earrings on your ears. Maybe keep them a nice, simple stud. Maybe take them out for the interview. Mm-hmm. Personally, I, I have one, two, three, four, four on each ear and then a cartilage. So for me, I just decide to, you know, keep it simple. I always yeah. keep it simple with my earrings. I never change my earrings except my first hole. So I'm always like with studs in. Um, I have my belly button pierced. But I don't really think my midriff is showing at the workplace very often. So my opinion on piercings is totally acceptable. I think it's 2019. We're progressive on everything else. Who cares about some piercings? I think as long as you keep them classy and you know, sophisticated and not tacky. And I agree. you know, if you have like, don't have like feathers hanging down from your ears. Unless, <laughs> um, unless like you're going for that look and like it looks good. But like I don't know. I just feel like you know, keep them simple for an interview. You don't want anything too distracting around your face. You know.
1: No, I agree. I have, I do, the, I have, like, three interview outfits. Like, I, they're my standard, my go-to, and all of them, I do a small hoop my first hole, second hole, I have my studs, and then I have my tragus and my rook, which obviously I can't take out. My hair usually covers that anyway.
0: Yeah, for girls, I feel like most of us wear our hair down for interviews, so that doesn't matter. Men, men have, have it
1: so easy. Yeah.
0: Well, men, so what about men with piercings? What do they do? I personally think I'm okay if a guy has piercing, it doesn't really bother me, so no. maybe just leave it in. Maybe. How do you feel about gauges? Oh, um, I think it depends on the industry you're working in. If you're in an Agreed. arts industry and it's, you know, a very... As long as they're clean, things, I, I'm i just... It yeah. has to be clean. I will say in the corporate world, it's very much less acceptable. Like, my right, dad yeah. has, you know, told employees... Well, p- potential employees, he's literally said, like, you know, would you mind taking out your gauges for work? Yeah. And, you know, if that's what you have to do to make the take home the bread, who cares about the goddamn gauges? <laughs> like, you're, you're bringing in that bread, yeah. you know? That's my opinion. We've learned a lot. We have learned quite a lot today. I feel like we're very productive. I feel like our moms are going to really like this episode. <laughs> I hope I hope Patty's listening. I know, instead of our normal shenanigans that we put up with. So I think we did a pretty good job on this this productivity day. Just, <laughs> I'm feeling really, really Really good, really good. So we hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. We hope you learned something. If you have questions, you know, send us some, you know, interview outfits, let us know. We'll yeah. we'll hit you up with some good advice. Um, When you go in an interview, always remember to be your most authentic self, your most best presented self, and, you know, have a good time, because at the end of the day, you are working for these people, but you also don't want to, you know, have to pr- put on an act that you're somebody you're not. So enjoy yourself, put your best self out there, go after dreams that are big, and, and, and companies that interest you, and, you know, just wing it, guys. We're proud of you. <laughs> yeah, my final two cents is,
1: you know, you don't have, there doesn't have to be a job opening to mean that there is a job available. So get out there, you know, send your applications, make those phone calls, you know, network yourself, you know, see what, see what they can do for you and off, show them what you can do for them. And then dress for the job that you want, not the job you have. You know, do your research, know what you're talking about. Really just come prepared and always bring extra copies of your resume. Always. For Ashley, extra copies of her headshots or, Heck yeah, you know, have
0: headshots on you 25-7 girls. And boys.
1: <laughs> but, all right, guys, thanks for listening to episode three of Two Dimes Two Cents. And please check out our Instagram at Two Dimes Two Cents and uh, comment on our things. Let us know what you want to hear next. Bye. Bye.